You're listening to The Big Sci-Fi Podcast, a part of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Hey guys, do us a favor and like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your friends. It'd help us out, and we'd be awfully grateful to you. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Big Sci-Fi Podcast in Between Shorts. This time, in between seasons, we've decided to create our own science fiction. The challenge to me and my co-hosts was to take four elements and craft a flash fiction story, a story of no more than a thousand words. We each contributed an element and none of us know what the others have written. We'll be hearing these stories for the first time as we record this. In each short, one of us is reading a story and then we'll spend a few minutes discussing it. The elements that we all contribute and had to incorporate were a Jolly Rancher, Vincent Van Gogh, a polygon, and a dump truck. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Just saying. This is going to be our third short. It's Steve's turn to read his story. Steve, are you ready? Hey, Steve. Yep. But before I go, I just wanted people to know I dressed appropriately for the podcast. Very nice. Very All right. Nice. We're glad, glad you're mine. wearing pants too, brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not like TV worthy. People it's not the boring. pandemic Zoom exactly. time. Okay. All right. Are you ready, folks? Ready. My short story is called Buried Treasure. I can't believe I pulled it off, yelled Ed Jones all to himself. It started two Earth months ago. Ed was on one of his unauthorized trips in the most hated dump truck in the entire Polygon Industries inventory of dump trucks. Given the name El Diablo by the mechanics who were tasked to maintain this beast in working condition, this rundown dump truck whose nuclear power plant was always on the verge of a meltdown or at least a breakdown, or its hover drive system was always prone to failure. But as it was, El Diablo was always given to the least popular dump truck driver, in this case, the aforementioned Ed Jones. As you can guess, Ed was one of the most disagreeable drivers in Polygon's team of drivers. On more than one occasion, he was known to punch a fellow driver over the simplest of arguments. Ed was an older gentleman who had lived nearly his entire life off the earth, and as far as he was concerned, that was just fine. He considered his fellow humans nothing more than bothersome people that he would be happy to see run out of air on any particular mission on the moon's surface. Yes, that is correct. Ed and El Diablo lived and worked on the surface of the moon. As a child growing up, his family moved to the moon's surface in hopes of striking it rich. The moon became a haven for mineral seekers wanting to make a fortune if they could find the elusive elements that any dreamer had hoped to find on the surface of the moon. For the Jones family, it never happened. So, as the years went by, Ed held on to the dream of finding the elusive buried treasure that his family had always sought, yet never found. He took the job of a dump truck driver to give him the freedom to travel upon the surface of the moon, and with the help of old El Diablo, he was able to find it. Two months ago, while traveling the dark side of the moon, looking for any old spacecraft that Earth had launched in the 21st century, he found it. Well, it wasn't an old rover or lander. It was something more precious than he could have ever dreamed of finding, the treasure he had sought his entire life. 
On that fateful day, as El Diablo's headlights cut through the eternal darkness of the far side of the moon, a glint of reflected light brought Ed and El Diablo to a halt. What was it? After exiting the truck, Ed made his way to what he thought was an earthly-made device. As he neared it, it became clear to him it was of alien origin, buried in the moon's surface. Lying next to the damaged alien craft was the remains of the craft's one and only crew member. Ed knew that whoever found the first example of extraterrestrial life would be rich and famous. Yet, as Ed examined the dead alien, all he wanted was the rich. He could care less about the famous. Famous meant he would have to have to interact with people who he hated the most, successful people. So, Ed began his plan to find a fence who would help him to sell the remains of the alien for some ungodly amount of money. It took him some time to set up the deal, and now, two months after finding the downed spacecraft, he was on his way to meet the fence. Lying in the back of El Diablo's truck bed was the remains of the alien. To ensure that his superiors at Polygon would not discover his whereabouts, Ed disabled the radio, the GPS tracking system, and any other onboard equipment his bosses could use to find him. That was his mistake. As the headlights of El Diablo illuminated the darkness of the moon's surface, Ed spoke out loud, even though no one could hear him. <laughs> when I meet with that schmo and he gives me what I've demanded, I will be so rich. I'll be able to buy anything I want. I can buy that stupid painting of sunflowers by Vincent Van Gogh. What a stupid picture. A bunch of flowers. Who cares? Not me. I'd buy it and burn it and show the world I can do anything I want. Ed checked his compass to ensure that he was heading in the correct direction for his rendezvous with ultimate wealth. I need something to celebrate this moment. Ed reached into his pocket, and all he could find was a tired old Jolly Rancher candy. Well, if that's all I got, then watermelon will be the sweet taste of victory. And he promptly <laughs> popped the candy into his mouth. Suddenly, old El Diablo lived up to his name. The headlights began to flicker. The motor began to lurch back and forth. And with a pop from the nuclear reactor, El Diablo came to a halt and slammed down upon the surface of the moon. The jolt of the crash caused the candy to pop out of Ed's mouth. No, 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 no. Why, you stupid piece of crap. I hate you, El Diablo. Ed sat in the driver's seat for a long time trying to figure out what to do. He knew he had to make the meeting with the fence or a fortune would not be his. So... As any crazy person would do, Ed put on his helmet, exited El Diablo, and with straps he kept in the cab, he tied them to his buried treasure and began the long walk, dragging the corpse of a dead alien behind him. It was nearly five months later that a team mapping parts of the dark side of the moon found Ed and his treasure. The end. <laughs> that was cute. That's cool. I like that. Actually, this is another one where I want more more adventures of Ed and El Diablo. Ed in the dump truck. That sounds awesome. I like Polygon Ugh. Industries. I, I really like yeah. that. Uh, that. I feel like I want to imagine they're up to something. <laughs> that was the thing. When I first was doing thought of it, I go, how am I gonna fit the shape of a poly and 
Why but just call it the company? That yeah. works. Why yeah. not? You're, that you're free to, cool that's name. the whole idea is you're free uh-huh. to do use the elements however you want, you know, like you want to. That's mm-hmm. the the nice fun thing about this. And I, I gotta I gotta say your uh, accent, your southern draw accent was perfect, right on point. Uh, see, he's he's a crotchety old guy, so I figured it's yeah, gotta yeah, be kind of yeah. like that voice. But I uh, want more of it. I want more of the accent too. <laughs> well, I can do them anytime. You know, you want it's that. It's like fine. that accent, and uh, like who was it from from New York? Mr. Something from New York. From, when you mentioned him in New York. Uh, oh, Schwartz Mr. from Schwartz, New York. Mr. Schwartz. Yes, exactly. That cracked exactly. me up for like yeah. way too long afterwards. <laughs> but, yes, uh, but no, this was this was so much fun to do. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now that I've written this and I've written that and whatever. But this was the most fun. And I think to me personally, this is my one of the best things I ever wrote. And it all because oh, you. Cool. Because you. The concept of here is here's four elements. You are forced to do something with them. Mm -hmm. And if you can make it work, good. And so far, we've all done it really well. Yeah. I I think too, Steve. It's a lot of pressure on me to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You better be good at Dina. You're the professional (laughs) here. You're the one. Yeah. yeah, I think think with Chris, like, I think with both of, with Chris's, your stories from last time and Steve, yours now, like, I do want, I, I think you guys have done a wonderful job of, ooh, what, what is more? We want more of the story. And that's yeah. like, that's like so key in almost any kind of entertainment. Leave them wanting more and uh, somehow. <laughs> and so you, I think both you guys have done that particularly well. And, and I'm with Chris, Steve. I want to know more about the adventures of Ed and El Diablo and the moon and the polygon industry company. And there's all sorts of stories that could come out of that. And you know, the fun thing part of it was, is that when I read this first time to my wife, Elaine, she smiled and she was laughing and I went, okay, yep, I did good. Yep. Yeah. You did. Thank you, you very did. much, Excellent. everyone. This was Excellent. fun. Yeah. This was amazing. Steve, thank you very much for your story. And for those who are listening and watching, if you haven't yet, go back and listen or watch it to Brian and Chris's stories. And then stay tuned. Mine is next. Speaking of more, make sure you head over to TrekGeeks.com for all the great podcasts available on the network. Until next time, live long and prosper.